What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the Grow Corner Podcast. I'm your host, Mike, a.k.a. Rasta K. You guys can find me over on Instagram at Rasta K Grows. If you have any questions, concerns, want to be on the show, feel free to hit me up, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. So today, this morning, I'm bringing you an episode with Eddie Eddie from Instagram and on YouTube. He's a close friend of mine I've been talking to for a few years since he started growing. And I just kind of wanted to bring a little uh, bonus episode for you guys this week. It's a short, sweet episode that we just talk about how uh, what he does being the caregiver growing up in Massachusetts, and it's legal there. So uh, we get into a little bit of how he's growing uh, with Athena, his nutrients, his style of growing, uh, what his future is in, in the cannabis industry, and just a little bit of everything, guys. So sit back, relax, and I hope you enjoy this episode. I mean, I was, I'm 30, I'm turning 30 this year. Okay. I was born and raised in Springfield, Mass, in a lower, lower middle class family. Um, definitely had everything I needed, but not everything I wanted. And I started smoking weed at a young age, probably like, I think I smoked my weed at the first time, like 11. Okay. And um, then I went through pretty much smoking weed every day. And uh, I love cannabis. I drank alcohol. I tried pills, you know, like 13, 14, 15. And mm-hmm. yeah, I like to drink, but I never really did drugs too much until I fell off of a bicycle when I was 16. I knocked all my front teeth out and um, they put me on pills. This is back in 08, you know, and they didn't tell you that this is going to change your life. And, you know, this is I was 16. I didn't know any better. So I got to yep. the pain meds. You know? And I went on a long run until uh, 16 to 26, a decade of using opiates. And I got clean when I was 26 for the 50th time. My brother picked me up off the side of the street with my Irish luggage, AKA trash bags. And he was like, you know, come up to Vermont me and do it. And I kicked it for a year and I moved out. And when I moved out of there is when I grew weed, when I started growing weed for my first time. And I was just- um, And you did it for just your own medication then? Yeah, that it was that, and I was um, you know, I was middleman and everything. I was the middleman in the traditional yeah. market out here in cannabis in um Massachusetts in the cannabis, and I said, you know, even if half of what I get rid of is mine, it would be better. So I started in a closet, Closet Med Coalition. There you go. Yeah, I remember that. Yep, that's how we started it. Then we just progressed. So I'm single. I don't got no kids. You know, yeah. so, you know, all my time and all my money and everything. I still worked full time jobs in the beginning. I worked at the dispensary. I built houses. You know, I did most of my time at the dispensary after, you know, I, I quit building yeah, I houses. Think that's, I think that's when I met you is when you were yeah. working at the dispo. Yeah. And I remember you getting wanting to get into it. And then I don't know what happened. You just pursued it, man. And it, you started booming, dude. I don't Came know, a long like, way. So did you have to get licensed and everything to do what you're doing? Or was it something that you stumbled upon because you just knew somebody that knew somebody else? Or how does how does it work doing a caregiver where you're at and being able to grow for somebody else? Well, how it works in masses, you know, you have to be um, a, a, med- a medical patient. So I have my med card and I grow legally for other med patients, right? So it's 100 square feet. Last time I checked, I mean, I know things change all the time, but last year when I checked, there was 100 square feet feet you can grow doesn't matter how many plants per patient maximum of five so that's 500 square feet so i have four and um you know obviously i still i still work with the rest of the traditional market yeah it is it isn't you know but you know you go yeah when you have a building when you're single and you have all the time to spend on that this is your full-time job now right this is what you're doing full-time yeah and do you actually spend hours every day in there or you got it kind of automated like how do you have it going um it's it it cycles, 
you know, I, you, you see, you know, most of my grows is I, um, I, every table is on a different cycle. Like I have a flower room, I have a bedroom. So, um, and you're doing all it, photo periods here, right? That's all yeah, photos. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. For the most part, I do some autos for fun, but, um, I will try and, uh, sometimes I'll get a day off here and there, but a lot of times it's always, yeah, you know, we'll spend, I get up early. I like to get up at five, five thirty, and, you know, work till about 11 or 12. And then, you know, my day can do whatever I want after that, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. That sounds perfect, man. And you have it. Um, cause I know you use, if I'm not mistaken, floor flex, right? For the drippers. Is, I'm, I'm running this, Athena okay. now for actual nutrients, yeah. but I, for the floor, floor flex, everything for the drippers. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what I'm thinking. I'm seeing. Cause I see out those, uh, green little squares on top yeah. and you use a rock wool. So yeah. yeah. And Athena, man, I'm hearing good things about them, especially commercial growing. Yeah. I, figure, I, I figured that's kind of like, I mean, would you consider yourself small scale, I guess, like a craft, craft cannabis yeah, grower? Yeah, 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 definitely. hundred yeah. percent. Stop it. Yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. Um, you know, this is the thing, right? Like I started off doing organics and organics are great. You just have to be a really good grower and you have to be three or four weeks ahead, you know, planning three or four weeks ahead. And when it comes to growing, like I'm growing, like I needed consistency, like my, like patients, like sick people, th- th- there, there is no middle ground. There is no like, sorry, this, this run didn't do so yeah. well, you know? So, uh, so I started using assaults and I did use Floraflex for a while. Athena made it a lot easier for me and a lot more consistent. I haven't had a deficient plant in over nine months now. So it's been like really, really good since. since yeah, why change? There's no reason to change off that then. No. And uh, no. do you run, so you said you were running uh, organics before. Now you're running salts and your medium, what medium are you doing? Are you just using uh, like hydroponics? Yeah, all, all soilless media. So, uh, cocoa, yeah. I'm, I'm doing a big cocoa I'm on a big cocoa kick right now because I've been using Rockwell all winter. So right right now I'm on a big cocoa kick. I like to take cocoa and I mix it 50-50 or 60-40 with Promix, just the regular peat Promix. I feel like that retains water a lot better and um, it, the roots grow so much better. Um, You're probably because, not having to water as much, I feel like, doing that because, it's, like you said, it retains more water. Of course. Yeah. I'm, my dog's ripping apart something. I'm trying to look for him. Come here. Where you at? Come here. You ripping apart. Yeah, it definitely. So like, I feel like when I put co- when I just use regular cocoa, I get a lot of um channeling. Like uh, it just channels right through. Sometimes mm-hmm. with the drippers. Yeah, with the drippers. I've noticed that too, man. That's what I. I've never really used the drippers, but with cocoa, if you water um down in some like spots, you see it running only on one side of the bag, and yep. that happens with uh I think if you're not you don't have that ratio down right. Now I love growing a cocoa. That's all I grow in and. I was going to say, I was going to ask like how your, how your methods go kind of with germinating, but if you're doing photo periods, um, I think I've seen your method. You just go from clones, right? Yeah. 90% of really, the time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, you're not really starting seedlings and you're starting in rock wool cubes, your clones. Air, well, yeah. So most of the time I do aeroponic. I like that with the DWC, just, you know, let them grow that way. Um, but right now it's like springtime. Everybody wants clones. So it's just, that mm. thing's full. So I had to go back to, yeah, using some rock wool. Okay. And then from the rock wool, you go straight into the cocoa. Yeah. So I used to, most of the time, and sometimes I still do this, I go into a solo cup for a seven to 10, and then I put it in their final two gallon pot. And that gives it that transplant, like explosive growth. And it allows it to, you know, when you're finishing in a one or two gallon pot, you know, you kind of, you don't want to get too root bound, you know? No. Yeah. I mean, that's why I use air pruning bags, honestly, just because I don't have to worry about that. But, you know, I've noticed me starting off smaller, like little solo cups, with auto flowers lately um 
they grow faster is what i've seen they they grow a lot quicker like with i'm I'm at day 12 and this plant looks like it's at day 20. so and uh but the only problem with that is what i've run into is when you transplant it back into cocoa it's really hard for that root system to kind of get out because what i've noticed is it stays wet right in that Mm. middle where you transplanted Mm. you know have you ever ran into that issue where it just stays wet in one spot and it's like really hard for it to expand out yeah, well, because co- cocoa is tricky with keeping it wet. Like you can, they say to keep cocoa wet all the time. Now, I guess what you're doing, you have drip system, so it is keeping it wet all the time. But if you're hand watering, it's really hard to go with that method because you can overwater in cocoa and you can kill of off your plant. Yeah, of course. But yeah. people say, yo, you can't overwater in cocoa. It's being a newbie, that's why people go to it. But you can. So that is definitely a misconception. I burnt a lot of plants in cocoa in the beginning, not knowing you needed to give it nutrients right away and not knowing yeah, I kind of needed a lot of it. Yeah, I burnt a lot of plants. <laughs> yeah, and it's easy to do. Yeah. Yeah, but definitely the, it's all it's all now I'm all growing, you know, f- for the culture. Honestly, I don't smoke a lot of the weed. You know, I like hash. I like the dab. So like I'm about to do that right now. So it's like I, I, I and I do. I have a press. I have a freeze dryer. I do make, you know, a lot of um, hash myself, but most of it's for the patients, you know, and um and uh, like my uncle he got a he has a brain injury he had a heart attack and lost oxygen to his brain for a while so he's been getting a lot of the weed you know there's so many people out there veterans dude you know how many vets that we've been really trying to work with and get i love the vets i'm not a fan of the war that they were you know they they just took their orders and they went out there and they lost friends i know a lot of people that lost friends and you know they lose sleep over that shit to this day and i um i love to work with the vets as much as possible they're such grateful people you know yeah definitely man I mean, that's who needs the medication, really. Those are the ones that are stuck on opioids because the government is going to give them that yeah. rather than giving them the cannabis. Yeah, exactly. And if they do smoke cannabis, they're like usually out the force. They can't do anything. It'll get kicked out. So, I, I, yeah, uh, yeah, I have heard that, man. That's down in the south. That's one of the biggest things down here because everyone owns a gun here. Yep. Well, if you want your medical card, if you want to be a medical patient, you can't have a gun. Yeah. I can't so get a gun. Like, it sucks. And I want one too, you know? Yeah. I'd be a prime target. So I'm gonna run up in here, you know, and, oh, and it's just, I, yeah. I pray that it never happens, but just the reality of the situation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't really agree with all of that. You know, that's just, uh, I think that's state by state, how those gun laws are, you know what I mean? Now that's definitely got to go on the federal level and just be able to protect yourself, man. Like it was in the, in the back in the day, man, like everyone had a, a way of protecting themselves rather than having to depend on somebody else. So, yeah, well, you see how that ain't going to help you look at poor Ukraine right now. They thought America that, you know, they got rid of all their nukes in the eighties America. So we'll help you if anything happens. Yeah. <laughs> ain't, ain't nobody stepping in there. <laughs> yeah, man. I feel you on that. So, um, how long you, how long you actually been growing, man? So you Not said long. you started. Okay. May so 31st. 2019 was the day I got my first plants. Wow. And mm-hmm. you are doing really good then. <laughs> you kind of took off. I guess you, uh, how did you, I mean, how did you start learning? Did you just kind of pick up and start going? Or did you YouTube, Instagramming, learning from people? <coughs> I learned a lot on Instagram, man. I learned a lot. I ha- I was that guy that, I like the guys I have today, like always in there asking me questions. Mm-hmm. I was the same way, dude. And I learned a lot. Um, again, I, um, I'm a firm believer that like practice makes progress. <laughs> so like, I never stopped I, since I got my first clones. I never said like, oh, I'm taking a break this month. Like it was just like, 
more plants. Like we never like went down in scale and I was lucky to have that option. And that's why I was, I saw a lot in the first year. I saw a lot in the second year, you know, where like, mm-hmm. It taught me the right way to do things. And now I'm at the point that like, again, we could go through, I don't have a single burnt plant in here. And that's just because you, you know, you get that, you get it down. Yeah. Yeah. You get it down. And so it'll be like a month, not even a month. I'll, I'll have been three years. Okay. That's great, man. Cause like, so you have, we already talked about the uh, systems you have, you're not, you have just on everything on drip systems. What are you, and you're not running in a tent, you're running in, um, you said you have 500 square feet. No, that's my max. My max Uh, is four technically. So my basement is 30 by 25. So I don't know what that. Okay, so you're growing, you're growing down in the full basement. Right. The the full, the full basement is flower. Upstairs, I have an eight by eight that I veg in, no drippers. I hand water all in veg. So upstairs is all, um, you know, an eight by eight by eight with, um, um, no drippers. I can fit about a good amount of plants in there. I have my mom's in there. And then I have a four by three, you know, with a little shelf level for propagation and stuff. So that's, the, that's where I do my prop and veg. Nice. That's, I think that's my favorite part of growing right there, man. I mean, I, I love flower and everything. Cause you get, that's where you get the harvest and you get to see all what your production, but I think veg is, is fun. You know, that's why I'm growing a photo period right now. I'm growing my first photo. I've been on auto flowers since 20, oh, wow. 2018. Yeah. yeah. And um, I'm, the reason I'm trying to go over to photos, man, is I talked on this in my previous podcast was because I, I really like the idea of being able to train the plant to where you know exactly what it's going to produce in a sense. Like you can say, OK, I have now six mains. So now every every one of these mains can produce, you know, at least hopefully a half ounce to an ounce per main. So anyway, it's it's so different than autoflowers, man, because right now I've grown in one gallons and I've just been disappointed. I've been really disappointed with what's been going on Stop because it. I've getting like maybe an ounce off each plant. And after 90 days of or 75, 80 days of growing something, an ounce really isn't worth it, you know? No. no. So that's I'm not going to probably switch over to photo periods for good, but I'm definitely going to give it a shot uh see how it is man see because i just see i've seen your results i've seen other people's results on photo periods and it's just like seems like the way to do it especially being just something for a yield let me say for having a good yield photo period i think is the way to go you know you're gonna get a lot of variation too right like i noticed autos i didn't get a lot like you could get a stretcher bro you know you can get you'll get a lot those six wings might get a lot bigger than you know so um you know, I also, again, I needed the clone. I needed to learn that. So that's why I, you know, I decided to not go with autos. I actually have like 20 of them going right now. Ethos, Lemonberry, Candy autos. I got them, you know, free testers. So I'm going to give some of them out and shit, but I'm going to try yeah. them out, you know, see how it goes. I always had a problem, you know, so I had a problem with pH for all the new growers out there. Get yeah. a good pH meter and pH your shit because, you know, I have had just so many problems with deficiencies and not knowing like the rookie, like I'm feeding my plan and I don't know. It's, you know, it's because your shit's locked out, bro. So once mm-hmm. I, you know, I got my blue labs, I kept them calibrated and I won every time, you know. So it's like that's one thing I never I always had problems with autos. You know, last time I was really doing them hard, I wasn't you know, they weren't getting big and they were deficient. And it's because, you know, it was a pH. Yeah, that's one of the problems I run into a lot with cocoa, too. And um the, the pH lockout. And that's what a lot of people, you'll see the yellowing at the beginning and you'll be like, oh, I have a magnesium deficiency. I have CalMag, but really 
you start adding CalMag into it and your plant's not getting better because it's not absorbing anything. So I definitely agree with you on that. For everybody that's starting off, get a pH pen. Even those uh, $12 pH pens, they work for like three months. They come with little powders <laughs> to calibrate. I mean, they it's enough to at least get you going to get of your course. shit figured out. Yeah, of course. Um, shit, what was I just going to say about that? That was like my hardest, you know, my hardest thing in the beginning with Coco is I fucking you know, feeding them water and not getting it. Mm -hmm. My thing now is whatever the mom was getting, if the mom was getting 3.0 EC and the clone's going to get 3.0 EC straight in the cup, I'm going to put it in cocoa. I'm going to feed it at it. I'm going to give it runoff. And I have never had a problem. I mean, they just immediately like. And the Athena has everything in it, has a CalMag already, part A, part. Is it just an A, B solution? Everything, yeah. I'm yeah. using, well, I use the Pro line. They do have a, um, a blended line, which is their liquid, you know, new line. And that, you know, there is additives you need to put in where they're pro no, line, they're, the, they're, the powder. Yeah. And well, you can just mix it up. Like I make a stock batch, so I have liquid yep, anyways. That's what I do. It's, it's, it's yeah. the same thing, you know? So it's like, this. so not I use front row ag and it's the same yeah. exact thing. And I, uh, I make a part a with like four grams of a, and then three grams of B. And I, I actually, I was nervous at first, man. And I was like, how do I know how much I'm actually getting? I'm going to burn my plants. But what I found out to do from one of my buddies is I take that stock concentrate and I just mix it to a pH already water that I have, mm -hmm. and I just get down to the EC I want, and then it's mm -hmm. perfect, dude. And it's yep. like, okay, this is so much simpler than advanced nutrients and using <laughs> seven different <laughs> bottles and measuring out four milliliters per gallon and then two milliliters per gallon, you know? Those poor guys get so much hate, man. If you listen to any of Athena's podcasts, they're all like, their their example of what not to do is is fucking <laughs> yeah i mean they have a powdered line now i saw for commercial use with yeah. their like ab but yeah. with their ab you still need the b52 you still need the rhino skin for silica you still need the nirvana for kelp and organics so it's just it's so many different uh bottle newts man and athena i was between athena and front row ag to be honest with you but one of my buddies was on front row ag so i went with them but I have seen some of the most amazing pictures of the frostiest nugs, dude, of yours from Athena. So I don't know, man. Might I do use out. Power SI. Don't don't get it twisted too. I do. I've been using the granulars. I don't really like having to feed it in, and I don't put it in the reservoir. Only Athena goes in the reservoir. Are you thinking uh, that's making your production better? Just the Power SI. Well, it's definitely making like um, the granulars. Like when I put it in, I put the clone. Sometimes, for instance, with this, I have a two gallon. Purple punches and veg right now. I took them as a clone. I put them in there. I didn't use a cup this time. I put the, you know, a gram or two of the granules on top. I started feeding in Athena and it grew two feet in under 10 days. Um, wow. But, but not just like two feet of super stretch. The, the, the spacing was perfect. So it does help with the internodal spacing as well. Um, so I don't use it too far in flower i use it for the first 30 days and then that's it i'll use they make a bloom and i'll foliar it in and that's it you know yeah but it you know yeah I'm i a think it does make a si silica during the beginning of veg i was um even though i was using silica all throughout flower because it was just for a turp production i stopped using the silica during flower and i feel like my the herb at the end tastes better I feel like it's, it's pronounced some of the it's saved the terpenes rather than trying to make them mature and grow faster. Yeah, I feel yeah. like they just kind of got to do their own natural thing. But silica during veg is a must, I think, especially when you're training. I mean, you get knuckles, you get the the resistance to pest. I feel like a lot easier. So people mm -hmm. that aren't using silica, I think you're really missing out on on a very important like uh, 
a beneficial, I guess, uh, just not a, I guess it's a beneficial nutrient. It's a, it's a resource. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. another thing you can add in. So like, uh, this is, this is the other two things I'll use. I tell everybody this. So I used to do cheese. I was always big, even though I use salt. Now Athena, they would never say to do this. They talk highly against doing what I do, where they think all you need, if you're using an inert substrate like cocoa or rock wool, you only, you don't want to add microbes. You don't want to add enzymes. You don't want any, like you're, it's inert for a reason. So um, I was adding, you know, microbes and I was adding teas and I stopped doing the teas because it's just a lot of work and I was sick. I'm just sick of that shit. So I went and I got the Foop can of sweetener, which is eight different organic sweeteners in, in one bottle. I use that and I use this thing called Terpify, which is a zero, zero, zero. It's not a nutrient. It's just a, like a like terpene a terp- enhancer. Like sugars. Yeah, terpene enhancers, sugars, exactly. And I'll use like mammoth and that's it. But those get hand fed in like once a week for the last three weeks of flour. And that's all I do. Everything else is drip fed Athena through the res. Now, do you stop feeding your base nutrients like two, three weeks out? Whenever we drop significantly. So like with, along with the lights, like I'm starting to do it straight like Athena and like Jungle Boys do. Like why, as we get to, you know, six, seven, eight, we're going to start dropping PPFD significantly. And we're going to start dropping, you know, newts from like if we're at 3.0 at peak, you know, two, five, two, oh, one, five flush. You know what nice. I mean? And that's yeah. last week. I'm, I'm not doing the 14 day flush anymore. I Seven no. days is, is more than enough. No, especially if you're dropping consistently if you at 3.0 at day 50 yeah you're gonna have to probably that's exactly what i was doing with advanced nutrients when i was having to knock it down and i figured out that's why because a lot of people if these advanced if you notice that your herb tastes the same as all of them it's because you're using your base nutrients all the way through yeah. and i noticed cutting them down around day 50 55 of flour and just doing what you said is i go down from four milliliters to gallon to two milliliters then i go from a half milliliter to where i'm literally only feeding like 300 ppms or yeah. like point like 0.7 ec yeah right exactly and um once i get down to that it's ph water 6.0 water and i don't even do like i don't do a flush flush i don't use i don't pour like a gallon or two gallons of water through because i really think if you just give it just water for like a week it's going to naturally do its thing mm-hmm but yeah, I always, do, always water to run off, though. So let me correct that. I always get at least 10% runoff. Of course. I use hypochloric acid a lot also. You know, they, okay. they help because of the drippers. I mean, you just got to. You'll get so much scale in the drippers. They just won't work. So you kind of got to use it for that. But I will find, depending on the pot size, I will find myself, you know, the first day of flush, hand putting through a gallon or two per pot. You know, with, yeah. you know, I'll make up hypochloric acid. Well, what um, size like, pot are you in, though? Put in a gallon, like a three-gallon? two or three like right now yeah. i got ones down there i'm probably not going to do that to them but the the two the two gal squares yeah i'll do that i'll give them a gallon or two i think what i was told is it's three gallons per gallon so if you have yeah. a five gallon pot you need to give it 15 gallons of water to significantly give it you know it takes a while damn yeah so my one gallon pots so i put a gallon through and that's usually like a sufficient runoff and then i won't do oh, that for like three days and then again in like three days and then again yes. in three days. And then by that time, it's like, OK, I check the trichomes and kind of go from there. Now, with you having to be on, um, I guess you would consider perpetual grow because you have to be perpetual growing. Like you can't really stop because you have to have production going. Right. Yeah. Do you have a do you have a way of finishing all your girls off at the same time by using like late bloom boosters or finishers or do you just kind of have it timed? nothing finishes at the same time. So we do it like, I just make sure my, my goal 
and uh, and I and I planned it like this from the beginning. I would rather, as opposed to every three months getting down ten to fifteen pounds, I would rather every three weeks to a month pull down two or three pounds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just consistently have that. So I run table at a time. So right now. I got a four by eight of purple punch. It's about to come down. And I got right after that, I got a four by four of jellylicious. And then right after that, I got a, you know, while yeah. in veg, I got the plants to just go right back on there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's your perpetual style. Mm-hmm. That's what I was asking. I didn't know if you get rid of the whole flower room and then once the flowers down, then you just pop all your veg in, but it makes more sense doing it. What you said, because first off, it probably saves you a lot of time and trimming three pounds versus 15 pounds. Of course. Yeah. And defoliating and watering and doing reservoirs and, you know, so it kind of all depends, but so once uh, you get a table cleaned off, you pretty much are doing like a clean, clean the table and then take your veg and you start right off again and then take clones and going. Yeah. Well, they're already done at that point. I try and make it so like that's the day I take off the plants the next day or the day after I'm putting on a two foot or, you know, two and a half foot tall plant, just ready to go. Yeah. And you're running the same. So how do, when you want to start something new, do you start from seed? Like if somebody, do you have like, because I remember for a while you were doing the grape diamonds, and that's what I actually was fortunate enough to try. And that was <laughs> man, that was some. That was even even my wife was open open the bag, and she was like, "That's not yours, is it?" <laughs> I was like, "No, nah, damn, somebody else's." No, dude, your shit hit straight in the fucking. It was face, some of the best weed good. I grew that grape diamonds. I did yeah, get that dude, from was, seed. So yeah, a lot of stuff started from seed, man. Like my platinum garlic that was from seed. Um, I started as I got into this more buying clones from people and just stop That's being what like, i was gonna ask if yeah. you're doing now just getting clones because does that just yeah. make it easier and you get yeah you get i mean how many days are you saving probably 20 days well it depends on the strain but the platinum garlic for instance you know if i pull it out of the cloner after 14 days with good long roots on it i can put it downstairs in bed in flower in two weeks you know wow that's what it I will, like photo periods man because it's just you get two weeks and then you can start you can start it when you're ready to yeah Yep. So I've just been buying elites. My purple punch, I didn't hunt that. My black lime, I didn't hunt that. Um, you know, so right now I just got Mac one trap cherry and animal mints. Just bought those, you know. So I'm just learning that buying elites is just a good way. Again, for me, like I just don't and I pop seeds, I buy a bunch of seeds, but you know, yeah. we, we do it all. Well, we I know you're an ethos, an ethos members, so I, I figured you get a lot of ethos in. Yeah, I, I'm not a multi-pass member. I wish I was. I never put oh. up the money for that. But I do go and um, I my local grow store sells them like right. They have like a, you know, oh, they okay. can sell it legally. So that's why I always have the latest and greatest because they they have, you know, and I go to the events. Like you can go to the events and get stuff too. So that's um. Yeah, luckily you I, have you have that up there. You know, we don't have we don't have the the no fortunate <laughs> enough to get that here, man. But now I have heard though that some hydroponic stores are going to start selling seeds. Mm-hmm. But yeah. just because it's legal now to their now that the DEA has deemed them just hemp seeds, hydroponic stores, even where it's prohibition land, will start selling them as novelty items. It's going to change. It is, man. It's, it's going to change. Hopefully for you guys, um, definitely soon. But it, it's definitely going to change. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'd like to do exactly what you're doing. That's what you're doing is pretty much ideally what i want to do that's why i wanted to talk to you but each state's different so there's not really advice you can say from hey you got to talk to this person talk to that person but essentially being able to do what i'm doing now grow and instead of growing underground and you know having to be not a middleman you know just have just having to help people out when i need the money i'd rather 
legally help people out you know what i mean and be able to legally have 12 plants that i'm growing for somebody to say oh yeah hey this is this is for you you know what i mean yeah i'm gonna get off of it i'm gonna get some off but it's it's become your passions become your job of course i changed my life yeah for sure i I work you know i work just for like everybody else 40 hours a week and competed with my co-worker and had an asshole boss that gave me anxiety and woke up a lot of mornings going like fuck i don't want to go to this place i did it my whole life until you know last year last march was when i quit my job so yeah i changed my and life are you in this together with somebody else or is this uh you run you kind of run the show one man wolf pack bro yeah that's the way to do it i mean i feel like that's a if you can handle it yourself other than trimming probably you get some little helpers in there to help trim yeah. every now yeah. and then but uh yeah. I really think that's a good way to do it. That's what I'd want. That's how I'd want it. You know, have some friends come in now and then, but that's your babies. You know, you said you don't have kids, but actually you do, man. You've got fucking probably 40, 50 girls down there you got to take care of. And my pibble. Oh, yeah. And your doggy. Yeah. I see those pictures, man. Y'all go to the, I see you go to the parks and stuff. So, yeah. All the you time. Get out. Yeah. No, dude, listen. Um, Yeah. The bottom line is, is I do have people, you know, come in and help, but. You know, I've had people ask to try and get in and it's just like, you know, um, it's hard to trust people and I just have the drive for it. So, like, you know, I just come in and get it done every day. You know, right now I can handle it. That's how I want to be, man. Just because it gives me something to do right now. I have 11 plants I take care of, you know what I mean? But the 11 plants I'm taking care of, six of them are in seedling, and the other ones are like, you know, three are in flat. So I have perpetual going. There's not enough to do still. Even when you hear someone say, oh, I've got 11 plants, it's really maybe 45 minutes of, you know, a little bit of work here and there. You know, you know, you got to hopefully get those legal 12 going. And what you should do is what I would suggest people do. You know, you can get you know, a pound off of a plant. And a lot of these guys are doing like four plants in a four by eight, just put one and line them up. And um, they're probably, they got a vegging for the full two, three months. But you know, if you're vegging four and got four flower and you can kind of do what I'm doing every month and a half, you know, you'd be pulling down a good amount of herb and you got to scrog it and work it, you know, but yeah, well, that's the whole point of growing though. You can't just, I mean, you can just put it in the ground and water it and expect it to grow. But if you really want a yield, if you want, the best terpenes if you wanted to come out like dispo or even better than dispo then you know you really have to pay attention to what you're doing i think nutrients and i think the starting medium is very important too yeah 100 agree with you so hell yeah so i mean we kind of talked good about kind of kind of went over everything i wanted to talk about man we went over it too fucking quick Well, I do have more time. Whatever you want to talk about, we can talk about. But um, I do – I talk fast. I'm one of those people that, you know, talk fast. And um, so yeah. well, we can talk about the future. The goal for the future is to try and um, really open up more avenues of making money. And especially in this world that we're living in with inflation as bad as it is, like, you know, money isn't worth what it is. So you need to really have some – you know, I didn't have a lot – you know, four years ago, I had no money. I was a broke boy. I was a junkie, you know. So I needed – so in, like put in overtime. So I'm going to I'm thinking about starting a small little property maintenance business that I'm going to have okay. on the side as well. And, um, you know, we are going to, you know, you and like a landscape, but we're going to kind of use it in conjunction with what I'm doing now, ag, you know, and agriculture. And um, we're going to try and hopefully put down within the next, you know, this year, even even bigger shit on the map, you know. Yeah. So this is going to be non cannabis related kind of mixed with your cannabis related. 
Yeah, yeah. I would I would would love to tell you the details when yeah. we're not on Skype. We could definitely yeah. go through like what I'm yeah, talking sure. about 100 percent But yeah, we're gonna definitely I'm gonna talk I'm talking with someone about starting an LLC tonight. Yeah. And yeah. um you know, I just have the capital, so I'm gonna start, you know, I bought a power washer. I'm just gonna start doing some power washing at first and um, you know, whatever comes in, we're gonna try and take the job, you know. That's good, man. Yeah, I'm uh, I own my own business down here, man. I do uh, swimming pool repairs. So I my uh my uncle builds swimming pools. And I kind of just like get all the work for doing repairs, you know, so I'm already outside and doing a lot of work like that. And my one of my business ideas was if I could help if I was getting into landscaping and actually set people up with grows, you know, like not even not even like setting them with plants. But because legally I would be able to say, hey, here's a you need a four by four tent. You need this ventilation. You need this light and just pretty much handing people and helping them set up indoor hydroponics setups for their vegetable garden you know what i mean and they get to do whatever they want but i just haven't pursued it yet man because i kind of just i really want to invest my time in this podcast and invest my time in growing like not just physically growing but yeah like growing um my plants literally figuratively everything yeah Yeah, dude everything growing man and that's kind of what i got going on man and I, i feel like you if you're not going to be in the cannabis industry, you've been in it or you are in the cannabis industry. You know what I mean? And I feel like with you is a good example for others to say like, Hey, you want to be in the industry so bad, but once you get in it, there's other things you can pursue. There's other passions you can still pursue now because for me, I want to be in the industry so bad. And I feel like once I get in it, then it's like, okay, well now I'm surrounded by this. Now I can pursue my, I next? love working on cars. You know, I love. Right. I want to build a car. I want to do all this. So it's like, okay, well now I have the time for my business running and to do this little hobby instead of yep. cannabis being my hobby. Now, this is my What's hobby. Next? Yeah. Yep. What's next? That's how it should be, bro. I mean, you know, again, you you know, we're lucky we can do this. I'm lucky I can do this. You know. If you want to end this episode, man, I know we can Let's do, do it. it soon. And if I wanted to do, uh, it's going to be a short episode, but I'm probably going to release it today if you're cool with that. Yeah, gonna, and you can hit me up again. We can do this another time, bro. You know, if yeah. you got more questions as well, time it's a, goes. It's a morning episode, and I figured it was going to be something quick just so I could release out there to some people because I wanted to hear your story, man. And I just want – I'd rather hear your story on the podcast and hear it recorded so everyone else can hear it too, man. 100%, dude. I'm so stoked. I'm glad we do it. We did it. Hell yeah, man. Well, like I said, man, appreciate it coming on. Let everyone know how they can find you actually and then um, – because you have a YouTube as well, right? I do. They're both Hetty underscore Eddie Grow Show. Um, And that's pretty much it in my IG account and and YouTube. YouTube's not popping yet. I don't have enough time to edit. I don't know how to edit and I need – it's more advanced where IG is like a vlog. I can just, you know, put y'all in here, you know, and just we get it, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Well, thanks again for coming on, man. Appreciate it, dude. Have a good day. You have have a good day, man. Later.